ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant, Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am Ted, your host, and with me is the usual cast of characters. Ivy is back this week. She is to my left. Ref Amy is back this week. She is to my right. We've got the new mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, coming in from Tennessee with us this evening as usual. And then we have our special guest this evening, Florida independent wrestler, August Autois. Welcome, everybody. What up? What up? How's it going? Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been another week of wrestling. I'm not gonna say it's been a great week. I'm not gonna say it's been a terrible week, but it's been another week of wrestling. We're uh, so we're gonna talk to to August Artois. We're gonna talk a little bit of Elimination Chamber tonight. Uh, we hope that you guys will stick with us through the show. We are uh, before we do that though, we gotta get we gotta promote our main warrior, right? Uh, our little two year old buddy, Amy. Show off the shirt. Little Bryce, okay. Bryce is a two-year-old, folks. He is uh, he's battling leukemia right now. We had his dad, Mitch Norton. Um, he came on and uh, and was going live from the hospital. I do have an update. Bryce got to go home. Bryce oh, got yeah. to go home awesome. last week, uh, <laughs> and so he he's there. He's home for like a week and a half while he gets his counts up, and uh, and so he then he's gonna go back and go for a round of chemo for a couple of days, and then hopefully mm-hmm. he should be home for a little while. So I'm super excited they were able to do that. They also uh, kind of announced that they're, I guess they're having another kid over there in the Norton household. So, oh, uh, <laughs> so, so now they've got, they're going to have three and the one, the one little guy's battling, battling, battling. So if you can, folks, please go hit the GoFundMe. It's in the link tree. It's in the description below, uh, no matter where you're listening or watching. So go help them out. Uh, we've also got the Coastal Championship Wrestling Show happening on Saturday, uh, as you're listening to this, it's probably Friday. So uh, go check that show out. Enter the machine. Brian Cage is there headlining. Go check out the show. All right, folks, let's let's do our deep dive here. We've got August Artois here, and uh, I know that my my esteemed colleagues, along with the freaking bird, are uh, <laughs> are uh, are gonna have some great questions here for august so let's let's get to it and i I know ref amy's chomping at the bit a little bit here so i'm gonna come to ref amy first so uh everything i've been reading about you is that 2020 was your year you not only started wrestling but apparently perfected it as you like you're called the veteran um in your own words like describe your 2020 um perfection it would be my 2020 (laughs) um i've seen that what indie wrestling and what professional wrestling had to offer. And it wasn't, it wasn't uh, entertaining me. It wasn't turning my head at all. So I realized, you know, I've already, I've accomplished so much in life. I've been signed to record labels. I've toured the country. I've been to uh, different countries. I've been all over the world. So I figured uh, I'll just go ahead and be a wrestler now. And uh, anything I do in life, I'm the best at. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of lazy people in professional wrestling who thinks that they look good in a promo picture or thinks they look good in a video. They think they're, they're going to make it. It takes a lot more than that. Um, you can go ahead and ask my head trainer about my second day of training. He told me I had the hit factor and that I'm the diamond in the rough. 
That's why I went ahead and got the diamond tattooed on my arm there because, I mean, he's not wrong. So, yeah, to wrap up my 2020, uh, it would be perfection. Excellent. And, and you, you just mentioned being signed to a record label. You, you were in a, a metal band, right? Metal Blade Records, yeah. It's, uh, Metallica started Metal Blade Records, the drummer uh, started. And uh, we got offered Roadrunner Records, Universal Records, and Roadrunner Records wanted us. We signed with Road, uh, Roadrunner Records. Uh, toured 48 states across the country. That was at the age of 16. And it's, it's all been, you know, full speed since then. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's bounce over. Let's bounce over. Mr. Tyler, new, new mouth of the South. What you got, brother? Uh, yes, August. I was going to ask you, how's your experience been training with uh, WWN? And I, I realized they, they were also evolved. The promotion was used to be associated with them and now with WWE. How, how's that experience been for you? Um, that's a good question. Everyone always asks me, you know, with all the schools that Florida has to offer, why did I come here? And that's a stupid, stupid question. Um, if you look at the rosters and who, who are, the, who are the, the, the greats out right now, you got Keith Lee, you got Matt Riddle, you got Austin Theory. Where'd those guys come from? Right oh, here in this building is where those – the WWN title is in this building right here, right behind me in, in the yeah. office. So why in the hell would I not come here? If, if, if the best comes from here, why would I go somewhere else? So I came here, and uh, like I said, I saved a lot of money. Um, you know, I'm not one of those people that need to hang out with people. I'm the, I'm the guy that everybody wants to hang out with. So, you know, I saved a lot of my money. I moved down here. I moved – I found the apartment that was closest to the school. I have uh, a key to the school in my fanny pack. So I'm, I'm here daily. I'm working on this daily. Um, so coming to WWN, um, I'll be honest, at first, I, I, I don't – I've always liked wrestling. I've never really uh, been behind the scenes of it. Um, so after seeing the guys, you know, work and wrestle and this and that and talking to some of them, I was like, all right, let's see what happens. You know, within a week, <laughs> uh, I asked my coach, he, I said, you know, I'm eager. When's my first match going to be? He said, honestly, six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Two months later, I had my first match. I've been headlining ever since then. And I've been booked now with this. I'm going on to my third, third company. This is my fifth podcast interview. I've been in ring working for five months now. Um, <laughs> yeah um I, I i'm the definition of awesome that is so cool yeah absolutely amazing amazing i know so uh something something i have to ask you is you know every everyone has their their shtick in the ring right everybody everybody has their their favorite thing to do what is your favorite thing you know you've been do, you've been on the grind for five months doing you know working matches what's your what's your favorite go-to right now man that's a stupid question. Win. Fair. Win. Fair. What the hell is what? What the hell is what I want to do in a match? Uh, an arm bar, a headlock. I'm not in the. I'm not. I'm not here to be a professional wrestler. I'm here. I'm here to get the paycheck, and and I'm looking at the crowd to see which girl's lucky enough to have me wake up with them the next morning. All right. All next right. question. <laughs> well, speaking of people that want to wake up with people, let's go to Ivy with Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> He was mad because I talked about your only. I don't speak bird. (laughs) Yeah, neither do I. But he's trying to learn how to speak human. So, right? Yeah. He's saying August. August. (laughs) I feel like with where you're at right now in your wrestling career, um, what is your goal for the next year? 
Like, what do you plan on doing for 2021, especially with the impact that COVID has had? My only goal in professional wrestling is to buy my mom a brand new cherry red convertible. That's it. Um, I'm, I'm not here to win a belt. I'm not here to live any childhood dreams. Um, basically, I'm here because I, I mentioned I'm that guy. No matter what I do, I'm that guy. So I might as well be that guy here. Um, I'm here to make sure that, all, you know, all these losers in the locker room, they I want to win the belt. I've always wanted to win the belt. My dream is to make sure that you never reach yours. That's it. That's, that's hey, fair. I respect that's fair. It, yeah. All right, Rafimi, I'm coming back to you. So in your first year, five months, you've already featured on all three brands of WWE. How was that? And what uh, cool stories do you got? Um, it wasn't surprising, to be honest, before I even stepped foot in a ring, before I even had my first match, I was an extra on, uh, on SmackDown, and then I was an extra on Raw, and then I was an extra on NXT. Um, that was awesome, but like I said, I'm a star. I've always been a rock star, so that really wasn't anything new to me. Like, I, I'm seeing these guys that I watch on TV, and I'm having full-blown conversations with them about, you know, different cities we've traveled to and different places, no, talking absolutely mm -hmm. nothing about wrestling. Um, I've never looked at these people like stars or anything like, um, the only thing I take from, from these, from these, um, the, the main stars on Raw and SmackDown, the only thing I take for them is their work ethic. That's the only mm -hmm. thing I look up to them for anything else. They believe the same color I do. So, and, uh, mm -hmm. it really wasn't shocking to me that I got, um, booked as an extra and there's guys around here that uh, I've been trying to be an extra for 10 years <laughs> here, look at you and look at me. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. That's a good way to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it, brother. I'm leaving it. Tyler, I'm coming to you, bro. Yeah. This ain't really a question. I, just a compliment. I mean, not only are your, your skills talking great, but I love your technique in the ring. I was watching a match on YouTube against a sideshow and I, I could already tell, I mean, no surprise to you or anybody else, how great of a wrestler you are. I mean, your technique, your technical, you can fly, you can do all, do it all. So, has there just been one guy, though, that you just found that chemistry? I mean, I know Sideshow was a good opponent, but is there, there just one guy? Yeah. J oh, Jake, Jake Sterling. Sterling. Okay, there you go. Jake Sterling. Okay, cool. Jake Sterling, that mother <laughs> um, we both, we both We both trained at the WWNTC, and when I came down here, I looked around at all the kids I'm training with, and I thought, and then I saw Jake, and I, I, like I said on my other podcast, I'm old school, I'm Sicilian, and – there, there can't be two. There can't be two uh, heads at the table. There can't be two lions and a pride, uh, male lions and a pride. It's got to be one. So me and this kid have went at it. We, uh, we had our first match. He won. Second match, I won. Our rubber match, he won. We had a, a six-man tag. I pinned him. We had another match. I, I went over. So it's, it's, it's one of those things that it went from love and a brotherhood to hatred to a shred of respect. Now, anytime I get in the ring with this kid, as you see, I'm wearing the kid's shirt. Um, I wear this to the gym. I wear it to training. It motivates me to remember that he's working just as hard as I am. That's, 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 you know, as someone that's a, that's also a musician as someone that's, and someone that's also an athlete that that's something that I come back to because I oftentimes look at my training partners and I go, why can't I do that? You know, and, I, and, I, and that's where I get my inspiration to keep going. You know what I mean? Is, is shit, I want to be able to do that by the time I leave here today, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something where, where I, I really take a lot of pride in, in, in my grind on it. Is, is there something that you 
other than winning that you have yeah. seen that you're just like, shit, I, I need to be able to do that. And, and you had like, that was the thing that you, that you really got on your grind about. Um, that's a, uh, that's a good question. Um, one thing that I no. I mean, I honestly, I, I honestly, no, I can't think of that one thing that, that motivates me besides myself. Um, like I mentioned, I wear this to, 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 to remind myself that he's working just as hard as I am, but the, the, the truth is he's not. And the truth is there's not a single person out there that is. The truth is that there isn't anybody in this world that works as hard as I do. They don't have what I have. Um, they don't have the, anybody can wrestle. Wrestling has nothing to, this is, my coach told me this about my third day of training. Wrestling has absolutely nothing to do with professional wrestling. Think about that. Wrestling has absolutely nothing to do with professional wrestling. If you think about all the greats, think about Stone Cold, The Rock, th think about their move set. What, what was the, they did crazy moves? No, they didn't do, they didn't jump off anything. They didn't do any backflips or anything. They, they were a star. They were what everybody wanted to be. And my whole life, I've always been that guy that everybody wanted to be from kindergarten forward. So that's exactly what's happening right now. So I have nobody to look up to. I have everybody to look down on. I love that mentality. Yeah. Awesome. Ivy. Did you, you did a couple of other podcasts and I thought somewhere I heard something about a documentary that you did. Um, yeah, can you tell us a little uh, bit about that? Yeah, it's still being filmed. It's, uh, it's called Through the Mind of a Veteran. Um, what happened was, you know, they look around and they see that, you know, the, this everything shut down. Wrestling all across the country shut down. But here in Florida, we're still booming. And with that being said, we're the only company that's running just like show after show after show. And all you're seeing on your news feed is August Artois, August Artois. And to be the only shows that are running and to be main eventing every one of those shows, I mean... That's pretty awesome. So they looked around and they thought, you know, who are we going to use as the face of this company? <laughs> me. Then these assholes wanted to be funny and give me the rookie of the year award. Well, that's when pieces <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> that doesn't have, I, I, uh, I appreciate the gesture. I understand that I am five months in and they would call anybody else five months in a rookie, but don't disrespect me like that. Don't call me the R word. That's fair. That's fair. Amy, I'm coming back to you. Um, so uh, as you said, Florida has been open since probably day one of the pandemic or no, let's say day 10 of the pandemic. We didn't really, uh, we know it sold it. Um, is there anyone in Florida that like you got your eyes on, like looking at, like, I want to beat that guy. I want, I want him in the ring and I want to show him the business. No, I'm that guy. I'm the, I'm the dream match guy. I'm the, I'm the guy that everybody's sitting at the computer staring at my muscles and staring at all my promos and my videos and, thinking uh if i could just possibly get a rub from this guy that'd be great but uh no i'm the guy that everybody's got their eyes on i have my eyes on my cats when i go home <laughs> so so you're the cat guy then i'm the cat guy dude i'm always surrounded by a pussy <laughs> wow what a segue yeah. yeah there we go <laughs> all right tyler i'm coming to you brother yeah, uh, a guy that I noticed you're going to be facing in March is Garrett Bischoff. Uh, can you just tell us how you're going to beat him and humiliate him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let let us have it. Come I'm going to beat him because he's I'm I'm going to beat him because he's nothing. He's a nobody. He uh, the biggest attribute Garrett Bischoff has is the fact that he's 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 Eric Bischoff's son. He's he's not talented. He's he's a he's a nobody. He's he's always hung out with guys who were the man he was never the man he was just the boy 
And when I was eight years old, I went to one of those stupid conventions to meet his stupid father. And when I get up to the stupid line, the front of it, I see him and his stupid family sitting there. So I reach over to Garrett and I'm like, hey, your dad's awesome. I put my hand out and he looks at my fucking hand and goes, I know. Cool. Yeah. How'd that Monday Night War go, loser? Screw you. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at AR ARW is having a show and, and I see Garrett Bischoff's on the card. So I get on my Facebook and I'm like, I see Garrett Bischoff's getting in the ring. Ha 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 ha. Nobody in Florida like that. I have been blocked on Facebook by promoters, by different workers, by, by everybody has been blocking me on Facebook. I've been getting messages that I'm an ungrateful uh, piece of shit, self-entitled rookie. Uh, people want to have a word with my coach. I tag my coach and my coach says, what? Because nobody has, the thing is like, they don't like what I'm doing, but it's, it's so bad. It sucks so bad for them because it's like, if I couldn't, if I couldn't back this up, it would suck. But the fact is, they're like, well, let's see his matches. Oh, shit. Let's see his promos. Oh, shit. Is he booked anywhere? Oh, shit. So, I mean, I'm just leaving people speechless, left and right. Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. I mean, just give him the business. and, and we Oh, Garrett? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a given. Um, Garrett, Garrett's stepping in the ring with a, with, with a five-month veteran. Garrett wasn't considered a veteran until what, 10 years? Hold yeah, I think second. so. I gotta, yeah. I gotta make sure these kids are, these kids are straight. Uh, Coach! They good? They good? You guys work good? You can be as good as me. Remember that. All right? Thanks, Coach. All right. <laughs> Let them know, man. Let them know. In check every once in a while, man. I gotta keep them in check every once in a while. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right. So, but anyways, yeah, Garrett Bischoff. Uh, the thing is, I was like, when I called him out, I really didn't expect to hear anything back. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I put another status out, and then another status out. Next thing you know, some one of my buddies hit me up, and he's like, "Uh, you might want to check your Facebook." And he responded. So I'm sitting at my show. I, I, I won the Rookie of the Year award. I slam it against the wall. I'm giving my speech. And next thing you know, I hear a fucking motorcycle outside revving up. And, I, and I'm not going to lie. Was I scared? No. Was I shocked? Yeah. Because, you know, that I wasn't expecting. I just wanted to put my two cents out there that I think Garrett Bishop's a clown. Um, he came here. He challenged me. And um, after the challenge was uh, um, gifted, you could say uh, Sideshow actually came out and he's one of the respected officials of ACW turned that match into a no disqualification match. So um, that's going to be, that's going to come back to bite Garrett in the ass for sure. Cause I'm willing to do whatever it takes not to be the guy that got beat up by Garrett Bischoff. I like it. <laughs> if you, so, so let's, let's do a, a word association game for just, for just one second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say somebody's name and I just want you to say, I just want you to say in, in three words or less, how you want to describe them. All right, here we go. Let's, let's start with the easy one. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff is a, uh, oh, word association. Shit. Um, <laughs> here we go. Shit. <laughs> trail, trailblazer. Shitty sun maker. <laughs> wow. All right. All right, here we go. Ivy's bird, Ozzy. Loud, obnoxious, annoying, delicious. 
All right. All right. <laughs> Garrett Bischoff. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> perfect perfect all right so you had a chance to get august artois oh i thought we were still playing <laughs> so so we are um you know we're we're kind of coming off a run of a couple of interviews with some some people that have been in the business for a real long time we had nikita koloff last week uh two weeks ago we had pco on last week uh and, and both of those guys have talked about how they like to mentor younger talent. Um, obviously, you've talked about your coaches. Tell, tell us uh, someone that you've, you've been booked on a show that, that's been there as well, something like that, someone that, that tried to pull you aside and give you some feedback, man. Uh, yeah, I don't take feedback. Uh, I've had a couple of veterans, uh, veterans try to pull me aside, but here's my thing. Um, that's like me going to get a job at Walmart. And you're bragging to me that you have been working there for 15 years, but you're still the bag boy. And I'm a bag boy. Why are we both bag boys? Why am I taking advice from a, been being a bag boy for 15 years? I'm not going to take advice from somebody who's been in the business for 15 years who never made it further than I have in the last five months. So um, I got closed ears in the locker room. I get in there. I get changed. I put my, my, my headphones in and I mind my business. I'm not here to make friends and, and simple as that. Simple as that. Um, the one person, though, would be my, my trainer, and that's it. What he says goes, and I, I take everything he says, whether right or wrong, I take it all in, and that's the only person that I need to listen to, and my mom. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I appreciate that, you, that you're, like, you're still shouting out mom, man. That's, yeah. that's good oh, shit. Yeah. That's good shit. Thank you for that. Well, if it wasn't for her, there would be no me. So, sounds about right, brother. Sounds about right. Amy, what you got? I, I'm, I'm a lot of questions. We, like, You're out of questions. Fired. What the f- we, we rapid fired them. Like it was like boom, boom, boom. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm prepared for school. I'm going to ask myself a question. So August, it looks here like you've been feuding it out with a promoter online. Uh, GTW, Grind Time Wrestling. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I will. Grindstone <laughs> Wrestling is a new, is a new up and coming um, uh, a label out there, kind of like ACW, you know, another federation out there, if you say so, located in Sarasota, Florida. They've been having some big shows. They had a one big show. They had their second show. It was even bigger. So they booked their third show. They didn't book me. So I go on the internet and I I call out the the promoter. I said, you know, I'm messaging them. I'm 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 trying to call them on Facebook, and that's why I posted online. And now people are screenshotting my messages. There's a, a Florida wrestling community page that has me up there that everybody is, everybody f-ing hates me right now because they think I'm an ungrateful, self-entitled, uh, egotistical prick. Um, I mean, I don't blame them because like the definition of all of those things fit because I am, I'm, I'm very cocky. I'm not, I'm not conceited. I'm, I'm cocky as because I mean, I got it. Why not flaunt it? Um, so my thing is, um, I went online. I called him out. I, I tried to go to his his to his his, his store, and and the, the whole Florida community is just very upset with me. But so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Saturday, uh, the 20th. They have a show. I'm going to go sit front row at the show, and uh, there's a seminar right beforehand with Shannon Moore. So I signed up for that seminar too. I'm just going to I'm just going to rub my face all through that company and uh, 
a lot of people are saying it's very unprofessional what I'm doing, but if you haven't looked, you can just put a front cover and a about author on the back of me because I am booked. <laughs> Not for that show, but other shows. I got two CIs. <laughs> Thunder Championship Wrestling uh, the, tomorrow, actually, in Winter, uh, Winter Park, Florida. I'll be performing. For the, I'll be a debuting TCW. Um, Franklin, Kentucky, March 14th. March 13th, I'm fighting Garrett Bischoff here in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Um, February 27th, I'll be at Lariato Pro in Georgia, in Lyons, Georgia. Um, I got a lot of things coming up. That's good shit, brother. It's good shit. Yeah, that is very good. Ivy, you have anything left for, for August here? No, my bird's just over here trying to eat me alive. Well, him and half the, him and half the internet, so it'll be what it'll be. All right. And uh, Mr. Tyler, you got anything left for our, for our esteemed guest here? Yeah, just uh, you touched on something that was uh, very key that we hear a lot, that, that wrestlers are all about the hot spots. But I, I loved how you, you brought that up. There's a lot more to the story about it. And that, that's what I respect about you watching your matches. And, and also, hey, are not all the greats confident? So you should be arrogant. That, that's all I'm going to add. I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. No, no you're, definitely, you're definitely right about that. My coach, uh, my coach, he really slammed it into my head. Um, why go around the world to go across the street? Mm-hmm. If there's a guy laying down on me and I want to hit him with a splash, why would I get out of the ring, jump to the middle rope, to the side rope, to the top rope, to, just to do a, a, a splash? Why not just stand over top of him and do a splash? I don't want that guy to get up. And now that he's down, why would I give this mother any opportunity to get over on me? And why would I give him any, um, any, any reason for the crowd to think that he has any chance to, to shut me down? Um, a lot of people in professional wrestling have never been punched in the fucking mouth, and you can tell. It really shows. As, as someone that's been, you know, hitting people and getting hit for fun for – 26 years 27 years now i can fully appreciate that (laughs) that's the that's the difference between me and a lot of the guys is that i i came from a life of broken bones bloodshed and bar fights so this isn't shit to me so you can tell who's been through shit in their life and who's playing this 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 role because when i get online and i and i post a a a promo um as august artois and you hit me in my messages and say that that hurt my feelings. Uh, that that really bothered me the way you said that. I got two words for you, August Artois. <laughs> Perfect. Great Perfect. Nice well, listen, uh, I, I'm I'm a I'm a musician myself, and and I uh, I'm a mu- I'm actually a music teacher. I've been teaching for for 12 years, and uh, and so, you know, when I was in college, when I was in high school, I I went around. I I was actually a promoter for a lot of shows and stuff like that, and uh, I have I always enjoyed the the gig environment right you were a touring musician you said you toured 48 states you got to visit uh you know overseas my man give us you know before you head out here give us your best road story brother give us your best road story all right when i was in el paso when i was in el paso texas i was 16 years old we just came in and uh we get out walk into the venue and there's about three people in there and there's a bartender hotter than the sun she's japanese mixed with puerto rican her name was paula portugal um i'm 16 again at the time i go up to her and i tell her um i had a dui back in ohio i don't have my license can i please have a beer she said what kind of beer do you want i said i don't know whichever one's good 
right there, you probably should have known what age I was. So she, <laughs> gives me a beer. she gives me a beer. She asked me how old I was. I told her I was 23 years old. I had two kids back in Ohio. She liked it. Um, yada, yada, yada. Fast forward. The next thing you know, me and my drummer are in the in the hotel room. He's in one bed, fake sleeping, watching me with my legs behind my head, getting called by a woman in Ohio, Portugal. <laughs> what a story. Yeah. That is That's amazing. <laughs> That's that amazing. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the american stories i can tell you about iceland jamaica and everywhere else i've been too oh uh, man Globally. that's a whole other thing that's a whole other thing and you know what we'll man save, I'm gonna... we'll, we'll save that for part two that's right that's right <laughs> well you know what, brother i actually uh i have a another podcast that i'm really friendly with so i commentate for uh for a company here in philadelphia and my my co-commentator uh, our our uh, our color guy has a podcast called the Rock and Wrestling Connection, and he interviews rock stars about wrestling and wrestlers about rock. You know, that's awesome. So, so um, what I'll do is I'll I'll hook you up. Uh, I'll shoot you over a DM where we uh, I think we were talking on Twitter. So I'll I'll shoot you a DM with his with his info and get you over to him, man, because I'm sure he would love to talk some of that. Yeah, shit. that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, you know, we're getting ready to take our first break here. We're coming up on that half hour mark. I want to say a big thank you to August Artois for taking the, the time out of his, uh, his very important and busy schedule. Say my name again. Say my name again and say it right. August Artois. There you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're, the, you're the sixth guy that Argus, Argus Artois. Argus, Argus, Argus Artois. I blame the Philly accent. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Don't hate. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Huge thank you to August Artois for being with us tonight. Uh, we are going to come right back around the corner. And when we do, our crew is going to be talking all about the Elimination Chamber. Uh, August, do you want to hang out with us and talk? Nope. See you later. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. See you on the other side of this commercial break. For 17 years. The dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been Coastal Championship Wrestling. Join us every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. We're here with part two of the broadcast. We are uh, just off of our very interesting interview with... uh, August Artois. Um, I know Ivy was over there kind of feeling a certain type of way because someone was taking, you know, the sex appeal away from her for a little bit on the show, you know, rock star on the show over here, you know, should have worn the low cut shirt, Ivy should have worn the low. Listen, I don't even need to wear the low cut shirt. Okay. All right, fine. If you say so, you got that bird chewing on your finger over there. Like that's my baby. That's your baby. All right. Well, listen, folks, we're here to talk just a little bit tonight about Elimination Chamber and some of our thoughts going into it. Uh, I'm going to kick this one off. I don't usually kick off, but I'm going to tee us off here because I want to talk for a second about the WWE Championship. I said on Twitter uh, a couple of weeks ago, right, because everyone was complaining about Edge winning the Royal Rumble and who's he going to face and how's it going to look legitimate, right? And I said, watch, Elimination Chamber, Drew McIntyre is going to beat Randy Orton, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt. Uh, who else did I say in that? Uh, AJ Styles and, and, and Drew, right? Well, look at, this, look at this WWE Championship match. I wasn't far off, folks, right? Drew's going to beat Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston, right? No, because Jeff Hardy is going to beat everybody, so. Yeah, okay, listen. Uh, <laughs> 
so so listen, I think that a win there still still pushes Drew to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Who got booted out of that match, folks? Who got booted out of that match? Who did, whose spot did Kofi take? Anyone know? Miz. The Miz, right? What what was the next part of my prediction? That the Miz was going to come down and cash in after Elimination Chamber right as Edge is about to say, I'm coming for you, Drew. Miz is going to go down. Edge is going to watch him do it. He's going to say, you know what? You did it just like I did it all those years ago to Cena. You and me for the title at WrestleMania. Edge versus Miz, main event of WrestleMania. My dream is still alive. Just saying. Just saying. But uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, what you guys think about the card here. So right now, we do have the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston. Obviously, Ivy wants Jeff Hardy to win, but we all know that his broken down ass is not going to win. Uh, so his fine broken down ass, okay? Listen, fine broken down ass. Oh, if, if that's how you want to go about it, that's fine. All right. So, Tyler. Yeah. Who do, who do you see coming out of this match, the winner, my friend? I think you got to go with Drew. I think it does with your point. This makes him look that much stronger. He's your star. You got to keep pushing him. You got to go with it. Okay. Amy. Ed, Drew, the hottest thing going in uh, Raw right now. Um, no one really like calls to me as the main event of WrestleMania right now. Mm-hmm. I think The Fiend's going to come back and either burn Randy alive in his pod or something like that and take him out of the match. But I actually will second your prediction because I believe that, again, as we were talking about before off camera, was the Fastlane is going to be the first pay-per-view on the new network, Peacock. Um, so I think uh, that- Peacock. They, yeah, eh, <laughs> let's get the last. Um, <laughs> yay, algorithm. Um, so I think Miss Cashing In on Drew will create kind of like this- social media buzz because like as much as not many people watch Ms. and Mrs. there is not really a cross branding between WWE and Ms. and Mrs. So maybe they could attract some new fans to the pay-per-view by having Drew versus Ms. at Fastlane, which can eventually lead to your conspiracy theory about Edge and Miz. I so. uh I'm just saying it it's the only booking that makes true sense. It's the only booking that makes true sense. And I have a prediction about the SmackDown one too, but I'll, I'll get there in a minute. Ivy. Oh of course, Drew's going to come out, basically. I mean, he's the only thing right now that WWE can really bank one, if you think about it. I mean, the whole Goldberg and him match was a disaster, but they have to put him up against somebody. And I kind of sort of agree with you. I think it's it's going to be that type of situation. And then the Miz is going to come out and it's going to be Edge and Miz. Yep. Because I yep. feel like Miz is probably one of the only ones that can give Edge like that final push that he needs, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that. And I also think that Edge losing or Edge Edge going over Miz doesn't hurt the Miz. No. Yeah, no. But Edge going over Roman hurts Roman. Edge going over Drew hurts Drew. Yep. Edge going over Finn Balor hurts Finn Balor, right? Mm-hmm. But having a legend go over a guy that's been at it for what he's been, he's almost been at it for 20 years at this point, right? Like he's been going mm-hmm. forever now. It doesn't hurt him. He's already been to the top of the mountain. He was there with Cena and Punk, you know? It doesn't get much bigger than that. Up, oh, Tyler Ticker, boom. 
They also don't have to build it that much. Literally, it could be announced for WrestleMania the week before, and it's like, oh, it's Edge. Okay, cool. We're we're into exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so so I think there's fifty mm, fifty shot that that's what happens. Uh, with the off chance being that WWE will do what they always do and not anything sensible in their booking. Um, all right, let's let's talk. Seamus wins. Seamus wins. <laughs> you never know. It could happen. But yeah. listen, but think about but think about this. If you have Edge going over Miz at Mania for the title, right? Or vice versa. Think about what it does for the Miz if he pins Edge, right? It propels him back to that level, right? But anyway, um, think about the grudge match you can have at WrestleMania between Drew and Sheamus. Two big physical guys. You know what you do with them? You put them in the cage. Mm-hmm. You put them in a steel cage. And you have an old school NWA grudge match in a cage. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I think that, that I think that'll really turn some heads. So I, I think that there's multiple layers to that booking that, that help, right? Let's talk about um, you know, obviously Oscar versus Lacey Evans was supposed to happen. Now Lacey's knocked up with a woo, a flare, baby. So uh, <laughs> so that's not happening, right? So um, you know, I, I don't know who Oscar's gonna defend against there. I it's kind of thin picking over yeah, over on Raw right up. now. Yeah. Maybe maybe Ronda Rousey will come back a little early. Who <laughs> you know? Like that's the only thing I can M- think of. M- M- I may happen. Um, but let's talk the the United States Championship match uh, between Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Right. Um, Riddle's been catching a lot of shit for his character lately, and I kind of agree with it. He should have just stayed his NXT character because it was badass. But it is what it is. Um, I think that this is the perfect opportunity to build Keith Lee and from there have Bobby work his way up the ladder for post-WrestleMania, right? Mm -hmm. They always need that big post-WrestleMania feud. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Lashley's due. I, I agree with you. Because if it's Edge versus Lashley, and that's how Lashley gets the title, think about that. That puts him on a freaking rocket to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Um, so let's let me let me hear your thoughts on this one, guys. Uh, Tyler, I'm coming back to you, brother. United States Championship. What's your prediction for the show? We got a ticker. Tyler, you don't have to be so pensive about this. Just tell us your prediction for the show. Oh God, the. <laughs> he just flew. <laughs> Tyler, it's okay. You don't have to think about it it's so hard, brother. It's all right. All right, Amy, I'm coming to you. Tyler, Tyler's deep in thought. So I agree. This is a way to get the title off of uh, Bobby Lashley and onto Keith Lee and start the the upward trajectory of both of them without mm-hmm. hurting either men. Like Riddle is has been beaten like a drum it, day in and day out for the last couple of weeks, and he's definitely going to be submitted or pinned in this match. Like there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think Keith Lee, this is the perfect time for to switch hands without hurting anybody except Riddle. But, um, and yeah, start the main event feud for Bobby. Excellent. Excellent. Tyler. Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, Keith Lee. I, I think that's seems. No. <laughs> Tyler, the ticker is a kick in my friend Ivy. <laughs> He held in. Um, I'm going to agree. Keith Lee, I think um, timing and everything makes sense for, you know, Bobby Lashley to 
not win this match and stop being Bobby Lashley. Um, but also, like, I don't see Riddle coming out on top at all because he's just, like, there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see him doing anything great, but just there, Bro, can know? we have some bro cakes together? No. No, we cannot. Bro. No. But I bro. It. I said no. But bro. That's it, and that's all. No. <laughs> it's like Vince thought his character was really funny and just like we're gonna make sure that they know he's a stoner. Yeah. <laughs> make sure every day. It's like the whole thing. The whole thing was so perfect. Nia Jax, that was a great moment. And then they beat it to death. Yeah. Overdone. My whole oh. really Man, Yo, was- even Jerry Lawler got in on that. Yeah. Freaking Jerry Lawler saw saw a, a hole in the clouds in the sky and took a picture of it and tweeted it and said, I saw this hole in the sky and it immediately reminded me of Nia Jax. And- See, I don't mind that. It's just when commentary is talking about it constantly. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. There's supposed to be going to talk about. <laughs> That's true. It's well, I mean, Ric Flair did knock up a guy or a guy, a girl. <laughs> so. Yo, if Ric Flair knocked up a guy, he really would be the top <laughs> of Space Mountain. That's the that, Martian that, shit right there. That, that would be a, a feat of man. He would almost be at my level. <laughs> oh, almost, yeah. Wow. I mean, that being said, congrats, Lazy, lazy Evan. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, because from what we understand, she is shoot pregnant, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And uh, and so, congratulations. We wish you all the best. All right, so let, let's talk for a second here about the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. We got King Corbin, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso. Will it be an entertaining match? Absolutely, right? How can you go wrong with these guys? Same with the Raw match. You can't really go wrong with it, right? Um, oh, man, I just jinxed it. WWE is definitely going to f*** this up now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but for real, uh, you know, it's a number one contender match. The winner goes on later in the evening to fight Roman Reigns for the, uh, for the championship. What are your predictions? What are your thoughts? You know, um, I, I want to hear what you guys have to say before I give my conspiracy theory here. So uh, I'm going to go to the, to the massive QAnon follower, Amy, first. That, that's some, that's some uh, pointed words there. <laughs> I mean, you're not denying it. I'm just putting that I, out no, there. No, I do not support QAnon. I think that <laughs> as a conspiracy theory, that is the dumbest of conspiracy theories. Um, I'm, I'm 100% with you, Amy. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, but, oh, man, this one was so hard because I narrowed it down to the two that I'm pretty sure of these two are going to win. Okay. Between Daniel Bryan and Cesaro because they've been – Building these guys up for, like, solidly the last couple months. I don't think it, like, some people are saying Kevin Owens again, and, like, that's, I think, how WWE could screw up, is giving us Kevin Owens again, and I'm, like, I think that will be one too many times. The reason I think it's going to be Cesaro is because Cesaro has been getting pushed lately, like, abnormally pushed. And I think this is a way to kind of keep the push going is him getting through the chamber. The last two are Daniel Bryan and him, and they just, like, duke it out, have that killer match that they had a couple weeks ago, and then he wins. And then, I don't know, I heard rumors that it's starting, the match is starting right after the chamber, which would be interesting. Um, But, and then Roman can beat him in a competitive match, and then Cesaro looks good because he survived the chamber, but... Yeah, I'm going to go with Cesaro. I, th- I think that's the way to go. I think that's what they've been building towards. And, okay. and yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Tyler, 
Uh, Cesaro, I'm, I'm with Amy. I, I love the guy. I think he, he deserves it. I think. It... Oh, no. He thinks he deserves it. Okay, Ivy. Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, I feel like Cesaro is the one that makes the most sense. So I'm going to go with, with that. I haven't really been following SmackDown too much, but I definitely feel like he is getting that push a little bit mm-hmm. more, and it kind of just will all play out. Okay, okay. Let's see right. conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> um, I think that there's there's one of I think there's only one person here who can't win the match. Okay? And that's King Corbin. Right? Corbin Corbin doesn't have any kind of build to win the match at all, right? Mm-hmm. The the other five all have some kind of claim. Okay? Uh KO, it could be that KO you know, can say that that Roman Reigns has everybody in his pocket, and uh, and you know they they literally stopped the count for Roman Reigns because they couldn't get him on handcuffed and yada yada yada. Right, um, Cesaro, he's been getting a push to the moon, like Amy said, um, and and he's certainly been up there. Daniel Bryan, um, I think is is a legitimate contender, but I think that. Uh, the way that Brian's been booking himself, because he is on the writing team now, he's been booking himself to to build up others. So I see him being the guy that I see him being the guy that takes the fall. I see him. I see him being the last guy to take the fall, kind of like Amy's saying. Um, mm-hmm. But I could see him winning and then taking a massive beating from Roman Reigns because that's what he's been doing in recent weeks on SmackDown is taking those beatings. Right? If mm-hmm. you look at his his record the last couple of weeks, it's all L's. Right? Um, Sami Zayn, he could win by happenstance, and it would ruin his conspiracy theory uh, documentary. And if he won and it ruined his conspiracy theory documentary, then he would have to have another documentary about how they ruined his documentary, right? And I could see that totally being a thing that Vince McMahon would do. Um, but here's, here's, the, here's the one I think will actually happen, folks. I think it's going to come down to Jay Uso Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan in the chamber. I think that Kevin Owens is going to look at Jay. They're going to beat the piss out of Daniel Bryan. And KO is going to say, stop letting him walk all over you. And he's going to lay down and make Jay pin him. Jay has to go on to fight Roman. Jay accidentally wins. Gosh, <laughs> it sets up Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns WrestleMania. That's the conspiracy. That's the theory. Ooh, but it's a good one. I should be writing for WWE. Just saying. The <laughs> only thing I have a problem with that is I think it's just so early to pull that trigger again. I think they could get so much longevity out of Roman Reigns and do that even like for SummerSlam, having that blow off. Like, you know, I, I agree with you, but here's here's how I see it working. If they're going to do it now, right, if they're going to pull the trigger now, and I think they want to pull the trigger now because they're having people in the stadium for, for WrestleMania, and they don't know if they'll be able to with the summer resurgence because people are going to go to the beach for Memorial Day, and all of a sudden cases are going to spike again, and then everyone's going to be back in freaking lockdown by 4th of July, Right. Is SummerSlam going to have a crowd? Who knows? Mm. Who 
knows, but we know that is WrestleMania Summer Slam, is. Has the venue been picked? No. I was going to no. say, I don't think anything's shutting down Florida anymore. Well, I, that, may, <laughs> that may be very well true, but I don't see them. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I see it. I, I can see the writing on the wall where they, they want to pull the trigger because they don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Right? So if they do it, the way that it works is Jay is constantly apologizing for winning the title. And he's constantly apologizing. But then all of a sudden, Paul starts taking orders from Jay. Roman gets super mm. pissed about it. Rikishi comes in and anoints Jay as the head of the table. It pisses Ray, it pisses off Reigns, right? Mm-hmm. And it builds, builds, builds. And Reigns gets to go on a war path through every freaking mid-carter, through every upper mid-carter, through every contender between now and WrestleMania. He gets to just destroy people for two months. And Jay just kind of gets to sit back, mm-hmm. right? And people will be like, well, Jay is such a shitty champion. Jay is such a, sh- a shitty champion. But imagine Roman Reigns doing that for two months, right? And then Jay going over at WrestleMania, right? Now what you have is you have feud number one being the feud that led to Jay being the indentured servant, right? Feud number two is because Jay won the title, right? Reigns won the first feud. Uso won the second feud. Now the payoff for that, the rubber feud, is at WrestleMania. You let Jay defend against a couple of of people that he beats on the road to SummerSlam. And then at SummerSlam, you have the rubber match. Reigns annihilates him. Jay disappears for a little bit. He comes back when Jimmy's healthy and ready to go. They come back and they win the tag team titles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think the writing is on the wall to make it completely legitimate, right? And I like I said, you have Jay win it accidentally, right? Mm-hmm. Reigns Reigns goes for a spear, hits his head on the turnbuckle or on on the post, knocks mm-hmm. himself out, KOs himself like Goldberg did in Saudi Arabia. Right, Reigns is out cold. Jay Jay is pulling him off and trying to trying to shake him and see if he's okay. And the ref the ref counts to three because his shoulders are on the mat. Can you imagine the shit that would come up on SmackDown because of that? It's totally what WWE would do. It's interesting. It, it has WWE written all over it, all over it, to have that kind of finish so that Reigns doesn't lose credibility. He knocked himself out. He was going so hard after his own cousin, Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso, that he knocked himself out. Imagine if he had hit Jay with that spear, Michael. You mm-hmm. can hear it. You can hear the freaking commentary coming through Vince's mouth and out of freaking uh, what's his name's mouth, Corey, Corey Graves' Graves. mouth. Yeah, you can hear it. It's there. So, so that's my thought. That's what I think will happen. But what will actually happen is Kevin Owens will win again. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll get number four, four pay-per-views in a row. KO. Oh. It's going to happen. Oh. Or Sami Zayn wins. Let's do it. Pull the trigger. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if Sammy Zayn, but the problem is when Sami Zayn wins, there's no way he wins the title. 
I know. There's yeah, no credible way. At least if Kevin Owens wins, you you have those oh shit moments like we had at the Royal Rumble. We were like, shit, is Reigns is Reigns really dropping the title here? They tell a compelling story. They do. In their matches. They yeah. do. So I I'm just saying I think uh, I think that this is the way. I think we call it the Mando, and this is the way. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, that's that's my thoughts for Elimination Chamber. I mean, there's obviously some rumored matches for the rest of the card. Intercontinental Championship, Big E and Apollo Crews. Do I think it'll happen? Maybe. Do I think that it'll be on the main show? Probably not. SmackDown Tag Team Titles definitely won't be on the main show. Uh, with Rudolph versus the Street Profits. I refuse to call them the Dirty Dogs. They are forever Rudolph. Yeah, I was um, going to say, wasn't that their name? No, yeah, no. The Dirty Dogs are... Ugh, I hate that name. Um, and then the the other one is Sasha Banks versus Carmella 3. I'm not interested in seeing it a third time right now. Although Carmella can work her ass off. Um, I have no problem watching Carmella work on pay-per-view. But I'm just not interested in seeing that feud continue at this point. Unless the sommelier is going to get involved again. And then he's going to turn on Carmella, which might make it compelling enough to watch. Um, but that's more like main event on SmackDown than it is, you know, Elimination yeah. Chamber pay-per-view. So... Um, you know, I think the, the number one thing that we all have to hope and pray for with this pay-per-view is that we don't get a repeat of last year's women's match where Shayna Baszler pinned or choked everybody out and um, then got nowhere. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's, that's how we end up. All right, folks, before, uh, before we get out of here, we've got all of our shameless plugs. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, a referee, a manager, and you're in the, the South Florida area, give CCW a call. You know, I, I know August, August Artois said WWN is the only place to go, but CCW is uh, it's pretty damn good. So go there, do your thing. And if, you're, oh, <laughs> and if you're in the, uh, the Philadelphia area and you want to, uh, to pursue that for yourself, check out ACPW. Uh, with their Proving Ground School right outside of Philadelphia. You can go check them out. And, uh, you know, we got the CCW show coming up this weekend. Uh, pre-sales, I think I, he's almost sold out at this point. Yeah. He, uh, he He's really close to selling that show out. Uh, it's at Helios Granite in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure you go you go get your tickets now uh, if you can get them. It's at uh, ccwrestlingfl.com. And uh, Brian Cage is main eventing that show. They've got Bash at the Brew 2 coming up. They've got all That's, kinds of stuff happening. You know, it's yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's, 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 there's tons of stuff. I mean, literally CCW has shows pretty much every weekend from now until May right now. So, much, um, yeah. so, so go check out all the stuff on their website, check out their merch page, buy a shirt, do what you got to do. Um, we do have Ivy fan shirts coming soon. Oh my we're very gosh. excited about Here that. We go. And, uh, and we're super excited about that little sexy WWN logo, not to be confused with the wrestling organization in Florida, because we're the real WWN rewind wrestling network, a uh, little WWN logo on the back collar, Ivy fans on the front. We've also got the rewind wrestling shirts coming out as well. Um, so be on the lookout for all that stuff. Help us out. And uh, folks like comment, share, subscribe, and follow us across all social media platforms. We love talking wrestling with you. Um, you know, we can't all always answer right away. We have jobs. We have, <laughs> we have kids. We have things we got we to gotta take care of. But whenever we have the phone in our hand and we can, we can give you a shout back, we definitely will. So please make sure that you, uh, you shoot us a, a message or tag us in something that you want us to respond to, and we will do our best to get back to you all the time. All right, folks, have a great day. Stay safe. Make good choices or bad choices as long as you don't get the cops called on you. Have a great night, and we'll catch you next time.